Hi, everyone. It is Marilyn Alori, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? The podcast. Everybody knows that by now. And we are doing pod party number, I think it's number seven. Um, and yes, number seven, channeling, how to channel. I'm super excited to do this uh, podcast with all of you. And it's also 333. It's still 333. It was 333 before I started the recording, and it's still 333. Time is slowing down for this one. I'm super excited to work with everybody on how to channel. I'm going to do just an introduction. Obviously, I couldn't do a deep dive into it. And I'm sure Spirit is going to bring forward some information in terms of how to do it for yourself and to do it for yourself during this call. So I'm going to tell a little bit of a story. I'm going to teach you a little bit something about channeling. Uh, and then we are going to dive into it and do it a little bit for ourselves. I can feel a lot of clear audience is going to come out of this because I can feel my throat chakra is very like... <clears throat> wants to get moving and um, and then we will go into questions and answers. Um, I have a lot of people joining us. So if you wanna join us for the pod party in the future, make sure you do. It's marilynaloria.com forward slash party, P-A-R-T-Y party. And if you're thinking about joining us for membership for your soul, there is a dollar trial. I have a lot of people on here for membership for your soul. So I'm frigging super excited um, about that, my, my community. Uh, you can go to marilynaloria.com forward slash trial. And if you want to get a digital class, there's a beautiful podcast coupon. You could go to my digital courses at marilynalori.com and put in podcast and get an incredible class. So that's my selling. There you go. Um, I want to talk a little bit about channeling and what channeling is to me and also about like my experience of it. And I would love for you guys to participate in it because I'm not a lecturer. So I want you to think a lot of times when my gifts were opening up, I didn't recognize that really what was happening at three years old, five years old, eight years old was really when spirit was talking to me because it was always brushed off when I was younger. So when I started really opening up and understanding what was happening to me at that stage in my early thirties, mid thirties, like it was really like, you know, blowing up. I started remembering things that were happening to me in the past. And I was like, oh my goodness, that was actually spirit talking to me. Or that was precognitive dreaming, or that was clairvoyance, that was clairaudience. I want you to put that into your realm right now. Like think about when I tell a story, when have I had this experience? And one of the biggest things spirit wants me to ask you right now is if you were channeling, what do you think, put this in the chat too. I'm really very um, interactive during these things. What do you think would change in your life? If you could channel, what would change in your life? So do that first. And then I have another question they're asking me in a second. So put that into the chat. If you could channel, what do you think would change in your life? You got to type quicker. Got to be on it. More joy, Christina says. There's my Christina. The direction. My life would be more expansive, more open and expansive. Like that, Sandra. Gina, I'd be more open and understand signs better. Great. Finances and freedom. Love that, Gia. Changes would come quicker. Great. Uh, feels like I help, I'd help others, which would be more satisfying. Good, Michelle. Uh, motivation, forward movement where I want to go. Okay. Yes to all of the above. Channeling is a way to communicate. There's different ways to communicate, but to get deeper answers to the questions that are in your everyday life. And everything is important in your everyday life. What you eat, where you go, who do you talk to, what decisions you're making, what you're saying yes to, what you're saying no to you can channel answers for every single one of those questions. Now, the thing about channeling for me, everybody tell me what they think channeling is. That's what I want you to put in right now, what you think channeling is. Because what channeling was 
I don't know when it started. I don't know who the first channeler was. You know, it's really saints, to be honest with you, because they were channeling and they were uh, meeting. They were like mediums meeting, you know, Blessed Mother was appearing to them. Jesus was appearing. Things like that were happening or they were getting messages. Who knows how long? I don't have the history on it. Somebody has it. God bless you. It's not me. But the way that we channeled 40, 50 years ago to how we channel today has changed drastically. So let's get some of the answers what channeling is, connecting to source, receiving messages from a higher source. My Brooklyn accent is going to come out, so it's going to sound like sauce, sauce, like what my mother used to make every Sunday because I'm Italian. Um, receiving divine guidance from my guides, ancestors, getting clarity on or signs for answers to questions. Beautiful. Connecting to source. I read messages from spirit in different forms. Perfect. Okay, good. So how many people are familiar with like Jane Roberts? from the Seth uh, stories, okay. And um, Esther Hicks also does this, um, except she doesn't, um, she definitely does trans channeling where she leaves. So I'll talk about Jane Roberts, which is the Seth books. Um, it was one of the first books that I read when my gifts were opening up, this medium said, go read Jane Roberts, Seth Speaks. And because there wasn't a lot of material out about how to develop these skills, there weren't a lot of teachers out to how to develop these skills. And there certainly wasn't a lot of internet. And here I was starting to open up to my channeling and like, what the fuck, man? What am I supposed to do with this? There's like a gnome following me around in my life and I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do with this. And it, it, I needed to learn how to do it. So I started reading Seth Speaks. And so Jane Roberts is a trance channel where she would leave her body completely and Seth, which was really a group of consciousness, would come through her and speak this incredible philosophies of life. And people would sit there and watch it. And, um, and then they made that her uh, husband at the time would, would write it out and transcribe it and created books from it. So that's a certain form of channeling. Did she, I don't know if she changed her voice or not. I think she might've. So there's always the channeling where you can have an accent, you can change your voice, there can be other voices. Trance channeling is when you literally leave your body and you don't remember what happens. And it's known that, it's been known, it was taught to me that if you're gonna be a trance channeler, how many of you wanna be a trance channeler? Cause I don't, I'm personally not gonna let some spirit like be riding around in my body, I'm not doing it. Um, Audrey's like, no, <laughs> most everybody's saying no, <laughs> but if you want to be a trans channeler, it was taught to me that it would be really important to have somebody there that you're super safe with to help you. Because if there's an earthquake or if something happens and you're not physically in your body, you could get hurt. And there's a story somewhere out there. And I don't know the exact story. And somebody may remember this story as I share it, that somebody was channeling and somebody came through the door and they died. I don't, I don't remember the whole story, but it was like a story enough for me to hear that I was like, I ain't doing that. I am not doing that. You can make a decision about what kind of channeler you wanna be. So that's trance channeling, all right? The next one is conscious, uh, semi-conscious. So I'm actually doing it, that's extreme to me. I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you choose to do it. Just be safe with it. And, and I think that things have shifted a lot in the world that we're in today, that it's probably safer to do that than um, it was maybe in the past. Maybe there's more known about it, or maybe we, uh, we don't just allow any spirit to come into our body. Not like Jane Roberts was doing that, but I don't know how much she knew about Seth before that experience happened. You know, um, Abraham, Esther Hicks, 
as far as I know, she leaves completely and Abraham is speaking through her. And Jerry would always be there when she was doing it. And then, you know, now that Jerry's not there anymore, it's, um, she has a team around her and people around her, but she also has an incredibly uh, intimate relationship with Abraham because she's been channeling them for some time. So there's a safety factor there. There's an intimacy there. Trans channeling for me is, I know my guides really, really well, and I'm still not gonna allow them to take full over my body. Semi-conscious channeling. This is more of the channeler that I am. Semi-conscious is when I call my guides in, I'm talking with them, and then they'll say to me, can we talk through you? And I'll say, okay. And I'll go stand, I'll see myself standing in the corner. So pretty much I'm shut down in terms of emotions, response, a, a dialogue with them. I'm not speaking back to them. And they're just speaking through me. It's my voice. I don't change my voice. My head doesn't spin around. I don't grow wings. I don't do some freaky shit. People that do it, I have a hard time digesting it, to be honest with you. To me, it feels like a lot of smoke and mirrors, but that's me. I'm super practical. I'm super grounded. I'm super on the earth. Sometimes, <laughs> a lot of times I'm flying out of my body too lately, but I, so I don't resonate with that. So when somebody's changing their voice a lot, I know the message is quite beautiful, but it actually takes me out of the message. So I'm not putting those people down, just doesn't work for me. So semi-conscious, I'm in the corner, I'm kind of watching and my guides are just speaking through me and it's just a flow of communication. You could do this automatic writing too. You could be in a semi-conscious uh, channeling state or a channeling state and not remember and write or draw. So automatic writing, automatic drawing. The next one is conscious. And this is what I feel like I do on an everyday basis now where I am in constant communication with my guides and we are communicating and I'm fully conscious, I'm fully living and I'm having an experience. So I could even be, I believe that you can channel trees, nature, uh, planets. Um, you know, I believe there's, when you get my guides book, you're all buying it because you all came to my pod party for free. So that's, that's part of the thing now. June 28th, it comes out my book on guides. And I talk about all the different guides that I believe. And I believe in energy, period, end of story. I believe that I could get guidance out of this rose water bottle. So consciously doing it, and we'll play a little bit with this today, this conscious channeling is me just in constant communication. I am fully conscious of the questions I'm asking, of what they're saying of what's going on in my world. It's very multidimensional to me too. It's a really fascinating way to be. Relay channeling. So relay channeling is when I'm doing a reading for someone and uh, a, a spirit comes in that I don't know, a deceased loved one. And they're telling me information and I'm relaying it to the person I'm talking to. And then the person's responding and I'm, you know, I don't literally have to turn around and say, hey, Joe, yeah, he wants to know now, did you like the soup? He does, I don't do that. But I'm like having a conversation. I might be like, um, I might be like, your father's telling me he loved the chicken soup that you gave him. Oh yeah, I gave him chicken soup. Or once I did a reading for a woman and I was like, it smells like rubbing alcohol. What's with the rubbing alcohol on your dad? And she's like, oh my goodness. He was putting rubbing alcohol on his body constantly. And I was like, oh, she's putting right. You know, and he's hearing it, but I'm kind of having a conversation with the spirit as the same time I'm having a conversation with the person and I'm relay relaying back and forth what it is. With hearing all of that, which one do you guys want to do? Do you want to do, we said already, everybody already said no to trance. There might be somebody here that wants to do trance. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say you can't do trance. You can do whatever the heck you want. I don't care what you do. 
trance, semi-conscious, conscious, relay channeling, all of the above, the three that like I, I do relay, conscious, semi-conscious, which ones do you want to do? Conscious and automatic writing, everything but trance, semi and conscious, C or D. I think conscious resonates with me. Great. Conscious and relay. Great. Okay. We have a good idea. So let's pick one of them right now. Let's pick conscious channeling. Okay. So we're going to go and do a little bit of conscious channeling. But before I do that, I want to tell you, and a lot of you know this story about me, about my first channeling experience. And I want to share this with you again for a reason, because what I see gets into, huh, okay. What gets into people's way is their mind chatter. It can be very difficult. And when you're in a conscious channeling state, I, I may be saying, you know, what do you think of Fred? Should I date Fred? And you have to allow your imagination to work here and allow like, all your senses to take place. Like, oh, I'm seeing the trees outside my window and the telephone pole. Oh, that feels like kind of good to me. Oh, my heart is opening up. I'm feeling like Fred is like amazing. Oh, I'm hearing butterflies in my ears. This is a transformative experience. Oh, now they're just, they're showing me inside my third eye, this like beautiful purple pyramid. Now I'm, this is all happening as I'm now, there's no Fred, maybe Fred's coming into my life and I should really look for Fred because he sounds phenomenal. But this, I am seeing the purple in my uh, third eye. I am feeling the butterflies. I am um, hearing. So you want to develop your psychic skills in order to channel. It is super important. Now, here's a suggestion. Work with one. Work with one. Hi, honey. He's walking by you in the hall. <laughs> Sandra's husband. Pick one. You will develop all of them and they work together. It is impossible. We have a lot of readers on here. It is possible once you start developing empathic ability, clairsentient, claircognizant. That's why I said podcast coupon. Podcast coupon, go to my thing. You're going to get 50% off some of these classes, clairvoyancy, clairaudience. They're really good the way I teach because I'm not boring. Go take one of those classes. Do it. Then work with just clairvoyancy for three weeks. You guys, a membership, you have everything except the Live and Thrive series. You don't have it. Go in there, pick one out of membership. Just work with it. Even if you're a pro at it, like some of you, Sandra's, you know, does this work. Even if you're a pro at it, go into it again because there's always room to learn. I could listen to my own classes and learn. I listen to my own classes. I'm like, holy fuck, that was good because I don't remember what I do. There's always room to learn. So I'll look at your chats in a second. So you, you can layer it. So here's the thing. So I was doing a lot of dream work for 10 years. We're doing dream work and next level living. And dream work is an incredible way to open up your, your gifts because what's happening in dreams, if they're psychological or they're psychic, psychological dreams are usually work up with a residue of emotional experience, emotional feelings, because you have to work something out on a psychological basis. Um, clairvoyant precognitive dreams are psychic dreams where they are giving premonitions. My experience is I don't usually have emotional residue. I usually have vividness, clarity. It felt really there's something connected. So you'll know yourself, your own instrument. But the whole point of this is I started working in dream work and my dream work was very intense. We would do a lot of symbols, a lot of work on it, active imaginations. You don't need to know all this terminology. I'm just giving it to you. And when I was doing my dream work, and if I was reciting my dream to my teacher and if she said, what sweater is he wearing? And I didn't know what color his sweater was. I wasn't allowed to say, I don't know. 
I had to say blue. I had to say the first thing that came to my mind. Let's practice something right now as a group, okay? Everybody write down a question. Now, if you wanna just do speaking, it's fine, right? So the way that you would do this is if I have, when I'm talking, I know I'm all over the place. Is everybody following me or am I too confusing right now? Okay, because I go fast, man. I'm trying to get a lot in in this friggin' time. So when I'm speaking to my guides, I do a recorder. I'll be like, hey, um, should I try out that new tennis coach? I will literally say it out loud. And then I just, my guides talk really fast. They were like, yeah, go to that tennis coach. He's great for you. You're going to really get this out of him. You can ask anything, but you can write it down too. And, and here's where I'm going to, I'm going to reiterate. Maybe you see, maybe you feel, maybe you hear, maybe you know. Okay. So I'm still telling you my story as I take you through. Everybody write down a question. Okay. We'll do that next. Hmm, there's somebody in the room. Oh, okay. Okay, now I know how I'm doing this. I, I, I do it as I go. What kind of question? Good question from, from go to everyone. <laughs> um, I was gonna share how you ask questions. The best way to do a question is what do I need to know? So think about something you want in your life and say, what do I need to know about getting a book? What do I need to know about writing a book? What do I need to know about owning that property? What do I need to know about getting out of debt? It's a great way to word a question if you don't know what kind of question to ask. Yes or no questions can be a little bit challenging if you don't know how to accept the information if it's not a yes or no. Okay, so what do I need to know? Does that help you go? I'm sure it does. Okay, cool. All right, got you got your question, right? Close your eyes real quick. Take three deep breaths. But connect to the part of you that knows you're already a channeler. Make it up if you don't know where that is. So as you're breathing, you're really inhaling to the part of you that's already a channeler. And as you're exhaling, you're exhaling the part of you that's, hey, I'm a channeler. I'm a channel. So just do that. Now, just listen to my words as your eyes are closed and you're continuing to breathe and connect. I'm going to ask you a question. You can answer it. Once I ask this question, I'll tell you when it's going to happen. You can open up your eyes and write, or you could speak it out loud. I don't care how you do it. You are not allowed to say, I don't know. You have to come up with whatever you're hearing, feeling, seeing, or knowing. You can choose right now to just pick one gift. I'm just gonna trust what I see. I'm just gonna trust what I hear in my thoughts. I'm just gonna touch, trust what I feel. Or you could just say, all right, I'm gonna remain open and see whatever comes through. Choose that now. And when I ask this question, right now also choose how you're gonna receive it the answer, not the question, the answer, and choose if you're going to write it, the answer, or if you're going to speak it out loud. Make that decision right now for yourself. You are the instrument. And if you don't know what I'm saying, make it up. Sometimes people can't follow my directions and that's okay because I speak really fast. Okay. I'm about to ask you a question. 
you have to use your imagination. I used my imagination and dream work. And because I used my imagination when my first guide showed up, I never questioned it. I was able to channel right away. You ready for the question? What does 333 mean? Now, if you're asking it telepathically, you have to say it out loud, the answer, because it's a different experience. And you're all muted, so we're not gonna hear you. Now, for those of you who are done, give me an answer in the chat. Anybody who didn't get an answer, don't worry about it. <laughs> nice, Audrey. Angels, past, present, future. Corinne, spiritual communication. Christina, time to let go. Um, Angela, eternity. Great. Cheryl, me and my spirit team. Gina, trinity, magic. Judy, it's not important. Great. Okay. Growth and partnership. Great. Okay. So did anybody not get an answer? Give it to me in the chat. If you didn't get an <laughs> finito, Sended masters are around me, surrounding me with love and support and guidance. Beautiful. So we're going to go on with this. Okay. And I want to show you how easy this is. Tell me right now, if you liked writing or speaking, how did that feel? And did anybody struggle with an answer? It didn't sound to me like anybody struggled with an answer here. So that's really great. So um, one person said they did. Okay. So Helen said she struggled. Helene said she struggled. So Helene, what I'm going to, the next question, I'm going to have you do something different and I'm going to give this to everybody. This is really good feedback, but let me go on with my story. So I was sitting in, I was, went to see a therapist who knew how to work with mediums. I know a lot of you know the story, but I'm repeating it because I'm meeting people out in the world who I want to know their story. And I don't know their story because they've been telling it for years. And I'm like, how can I find out their story? So I think it's important to repeat story. So I went to see a, uh, a psychologist to help mediums because I was really lost in my gifts. I was, they were starting to open up. I was developing them, but I was still kind of very depressed and they didn't understand what to do. And the therapist that I was working with was not a therapist I should have been with because he didn't have a belief system in this area. Um, and so I went to a therapist and um, during my work with her, I started feeling something leaning on me. And when I, uh, I told her, I said, something's leaning on me. So I was very aware. I knew to trust everything. That's what channeling teaches you, to trust everything. And as I was telling her, she said, all right, close your eyes. Tell me what it is. I never questioned. So Helene, if you struggle, anybody struggles, you can go to something in the room, like a tissue box. You can go to a physical sound. You can go to, what do I feel? I feel like I should know the answer. Let me journal about that. You can go to anything. So Helene, and, and you're not, thank you, Helene, for being honest, right? Great job. I'm so proud. I'm so glad that you did that. So it gives me a moment to teach. But if you struggle this next question that I ask, because you may, go to something physical and just write about it. It could be the lens cleaner, right? Everybody right now, give me something in the chat about lens cleaner. If spirit showed you lens cleaner, what would it want you to know? Needed, moisture, time to clean my energy, sparkly fun, clear guidance, clean your glasses, fresh start, bring clarity. Could Helene, I wanna hear from you too. 
Could all of this be used in a reading? Clarity, look at what you see. Could that help you respond to a question? Totally. Squeaky clean, <laughs> okay. So I closed my eyes and all of a sudden I was just channeling and I wish I had the notes from that first session and she was just asking me questions and I did not say, I don't know, what's my mind think? I just was like, well, he's telling me da 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 da. And I don't remember it because I don't remember channels sessions, especially semi conscious. I'll remember semi conscious. I don't remember. That's why I recorded into a recorder. You think you'll remember, but you won't. Okay. So I never remember. I don't remember readings. People come back to me. I feel so bad. They've been to me like five times and they're like, you told me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I have no clue who you are. I don't remember that stuff. All right. Ready for more? Okay. So you all wrote down a question. You all wrote down the answer to 333. Okay. I want you to, hmm. okay, we're going to do it differently. I want you now to look at that and write down another question. The question may be when you had 333, uh, let me find some of these answers. Direct connection with my guides, angel spirits. What do I need to do to get in direct connection with them? Um, uh, 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 I'm trying to just find some of your answers. Just try to come up with another question. What do you mean by this? Or what do I need to know further? Or um, where do I need to go? So just come up with another question because what you're doing now is building on this initial reading. Okay. Hmm. We're going to play a game. I'm trying to find somebody. Give me one of their questions. Sandra, give me your second question. Cause she knows she does this for a living. So she knows how this works. It's pretty basic. It's what do I need to know further? What do I need to know for them? Further, further. Beautiful. It's I not basic. You know step. how this works. So that's great. What do I need to know further? Great. Love it. Joan, what's your second question? One of my next steps was Audrey. Good. Go ahead. What's yours, Joan? Okay. Mine is what, what do I need to know about body, mind, and soul in relation to the client that I'm working with? Beautiful. Perfect question. Great question. Okay. Great. Okay. So now I'm going to give you a series of things. Right now, tell me, are you going to write or are you going to speak? Make a decision. Okay. All right make a decision. Are you going to, let's pick one of the gifts. I want you to see the answer. I want you to see the answer. So what that means is I'm going to say a specific symbol and I want you to see the symbol and write about it or speak about it. Okay. I, at you can make sense when you're used to it, like Sandra and Joe, like people, we do this for a long time. So we know how to make sense of it as it's going on. Don't expect to make sense of it. Allow yourself the freedom to not make sense of it. Okay. All right. The first thing, so you're using your clairvoyancy, close your eyes, go into your third eye chakra behind your brows, breathe into it. Just send breath to your clairvoyancy. Hmm. And you're seeing a candle. Write 
about what you're seeing or speak about what you're seeing in that candle. Okay, so the next one, what you're gonna do is close your eyes and pay attention to your throat chakra. Go to your throat chakra, which is clairaudience. Beautiful, Sandra, great job. Breathe into your throat chakra. Why, now you're all here for a reason. Anybody who's listening on the podcast is here for a reason. It's a soul grouping, does not matter. We don't need to be connected in empathic ways, blah, 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 let that go. But spirit wanted every single one of you, no matter when you're listening to this and doing this, they wanted you to have this candle. Why? And I want you to do your best to hear the answer. And if not, just allow words to come out. Just, they don't have to make sense. You could write about it more, but try to hear it if you can. So you're just in your throat chakra and you're trying to hear, why did spirit give you a candle? Beautiful. The people that are answering chat, beautiful. Okay. Ooh. So now they want you to close your eyes and they want you to smell the candle. What does it smell like and why do you have that smell? What does it smell like and why? And this is where you really use your imagination because you mine smells like roses. You may not know what it smells like. Make it up. Now think about all the responses that you've gotten, you've received so far and think about your original question and then your second question. And see if you're noticing any kind of information that's coming through that is helping you to get a little bit clearer. And if it's not, that's okay. But this is what I'm gonna ask you. Do not sit in resistance of the answer. This is what they're saying. They want you to sit in the openness of it. So don't be like, no, this doesn't make sense. Don't, it's like an improv. You're always supposed to say yes and, yes and, yes and, not give a no. So spirit's like, don't give us a no, give us a yes end. Yes end. I understand this is helping me to develop yes end. And drop into your heart right now. And let all that information just swirl around in your heart. And now you're getting into the feeling. How do you feel? And you don't have to feel excited and happy. You could feel like, you know, I'm disappointed. I really wanted to know more. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, all of these words, all of this feeling, everything you've already done, it's becoming butterfly. And it may be a butterfly, maybe many butterflies. I want you to really feel those butterflies in your heart. And I now want you to write down or speak what you're feeling.
I love Helene got the smell. It smells like lilies of the valley. So we broke Helene through it. Yay. Okay. So take all of this information. And I want you to be the readers in your own life right now. And I want you to write one sentence as an answer. What do you think they're trying to say to you? What do you think they're trying to get you to do right now? And I really want you to explore this. The thing about channeling, well, you guys do that and then I'll continue on because I want to give you that opportunity. Sandra said, I'm on the right path. Great. Christina, did you have a question? Okay, good. So I want one sentence. Joan says to trust in my abilities. Great. Show says, connect the lights to shine more brightly. Conceive, great thing. Move on and stop hiding, great. All right, now we're gonna take it further because they're asking me to take it. Okay, thank you, Sandra. Um, so this is what I want you to do now. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think of somebody you would love to have a channel experience with. Somebody who's, uh, it could be an ascended master, it could be an archangel, it could be, um, I'd rather it not be a deceased loved one because it's sometimes very hard to hear the messages from deceased loved ones when we think about them in their physical, the way they were in the physical. So usually when I teach Channeling 101, which is in membership and Channeling 102, Usually I ask that you don't use a deceased loved one. So I'd like you to pick like an ascended master, an angel, could be a planet, could be an animal. It could be Einstein. Pick somebody right now. And I want you to decide where they are near you. Pick a place where they are. Okay. So they could be in front of you. They could be in your heart. They could be to the right of you. I want you to send breath to wherever they are. So you close your eyes. Your inner awareness is sending them breath. They're breathing with you. Basically, what that's doing is you're creating a line of energy from you to them to do that. Now, I want you to open up your psychic senses to them. I'm going to tell you the question I want you to ask them. But I really want you to own the fact that you can already see, hear, smell, and feel. And this is the thing now. We're going to bring it into the practical. And you, you cannot trip this up. You're not allowed. You have to have an answer. And whether you fully hear it from them or it's something that just drops into your system or it's something you've already known you're supposed to do, you're, the only thing you're allowed to do is trust it. That's the only thing you're allowed to do. I want you to ask them, what action do you need to take in the next 48 hours to truly shift your life with ease and grace based on your question? What action do you need to take in the next 48 hours to truly shift your life with ease and grace based on the question you had? Let me hear your answer. Gia, I love your answer. It wasn't for this. It was something else. She said, light a candle before making business calls and expect miracles. So perfect. Find honeysuckle scented oil or incense. Love that, sweetie. 
Um, so write your answers. Make a call and she gave me a pink rose. Judy said, wait, Gia, yay, Gia, yeah. Be open without fear, Gina said. Okay, so the, the practical advice, Gina, and this is for everybody else and the wait, meditate, this is pretty practical. And Gina, be open without fear. That's actually a great one. That's a great one. I was gonna change that, but no, what if the whole next 48 hours, you were gonna be open without fear in your whole life? How could that shift and change you? That would be unbelievable, right? How about if the next 48 hours you went out with trust? Amazing, right? Now, here's the biggest question I have for all of you. Let me just read a couple more of these because these are really good. Great job, everybody. Vandy said, the answer was for me, light a candle before making the business call. Great. Lighten up and practice, Lynn said. Imagine taking that into the next 48 hours. Helene, be patient What's going with what's going on. I think there's a lot going on. You will move through it all. It would help if you trusted in my help. Beautiful. This is, I love that you continue to participate, Helene. You didn't get down on yourself and you work through it and look at what you got. That's amazing. Kathleen says, be open to love and faith. Beautiful. Uh, Gia got Metatron is on the right of me. The message is positive expectancy and be courageous. It will be well worth it. Beautiful. Uh, change maker, just do it, envision it done. So here, let me take this, just do it, envision it's done. My Brooklyn accent's getting stronger and stronger by the minute. Just do it, envision it's done. I really want you to play with that because the thing that I don't want is airy fairy responses that don't get that don't get weaved into practicality. So I feel like the spiritual community can always be like, I'm just gonna, and I'm not saying you're doing this change maker, just using you as a teaching tool. I'm just gonna be here and I'm just gonna be full of love. That's great. It, it doesn't work, you know. But for me, I would say let's be full of love and approach every single minute full of love. That's where you're going to see the change. Oh, that person just pissed me off. How do I get full of love now about it? Oh, I'm going to go make that call. I'm going to fully love myself. So it has to be grounded in the practical. Okay. So here's what I want to know now from all of you and be honest. <laughs> They're making me ask it in a different way. I, no, I don't want to ask. Oh, yeah. All right. Scale to one to 10. One being, no, I didn't do it at all. 10 being frig man, I fucking channeled, excuse me, spirit. Where were you on the channeling scale? A hundred, eight, eight, nine, seven, eight, 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 three, change maker. Okay. Five, six, 10, seven. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. No matter where you were, and I appreciate the honest responses, whether you're a three, you're a five, you're a seven, do you feel you can grow it. Do you feel you can grow it? Because even if you're at a 10, can you grow it? Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I'm going to turn it to questions, uh, especially with practice. Yes, Lynn. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. So turn, so going to, I want to do two things. So Lynn said with practice, super important. You don't go to the gym and get a six pack with one sit up. This is a, a thing that you have to work on consistently, but did you see how simple we did it? It would grow deeper really to start channeling. This is too much information for me to teach in this short period of time, 
but when I started channeling, so then I met this little guy, right? And I was like, he's so cool. And my uh, psych, my therapist said, okay, go home and start talking to him and talking to a recorder. And that was the days of like analog recording, you know, tape recording. And so I would get into meditation. I would clear my chakras. I would open my chakras. I would raise my vibration because I was raising my vibration. They were lowering theirs, which was really him at the beginning because he was teaching me. So he was lowering his so that we could communicate. That process took me 30 minutes. It took a long time for me to get out of my physical being into the space where we could channel. And then I would be channeling for like 30 minutes with him and recording whatever was coming out. And then they would help me. You may want to do this like I can only do an hour because then they would drop me back into my body. Now, a lot of times what happens is I got super nauseous. I have to stop because the vibration and the energy was so powerful. As I was raising my vibration, I'd be like, okay, I got to go eat a cracker or I got to go lay on the ground and just breathe through my chakras. Eventually that got so fast, but that 30 minute period, that took a while. Now, I don't know that that's what you have to do. I'm not like formulaically, that's all you have to do because I don't believe in that kind of stuff. But that's what it was for me. And then it got shorter and shorter and shorter. Now it's like that. Okay. Here's the beauty of it. Oh, I wanted to take one other. And I'm going to take questions in a second. Um, somebody said that it was, I think it was go. If I turn off and di differentiate my rational mind, exactly. But can you imagine what it's like to clear your shock do the membership knows how to do this do the grounding cord meditation which is basically the chakra meditation you guys have in membership do the grounding cord meditation open up your chakras raise your vibration i would literally feel myself leave my physical being and it was all through pretty much breath work and meditation and then they brought down to here do you feel that your rational mind would go away if you're doing that process and that you would meet them. And what will also happen is you'll sweat a lot, a lot in the beginning. I would like sweat like a pig in the beginning because my body was vibrating so high. You, you adjust to it eventually, you adjust to it. So it's pretty great. Here's the thing about channeling. There's so many layers to this. There's so much that I could teach about it. The biggest thing that I could teach you right now in this moment how many of you feel, before I teach, they always do this to me, feel like you can trust this process a little bit more after playing today? And if you can't, it's okay, but just tell me. I'm getting yeses. Okay, good. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, good. 100%. Good. Okay, good. Yeah, somewhat. I honestly ask because this is stuff I just show up and let them teach through me. Of course, I've been teaching this stuff for years, but I don't know what they're going to do in the moment. I've never done this smelling, da 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 da, whatever. So that's really good to hear. You want to be able to trust yourself. You want to be able to trust every moment. You want to be able to get answers. So I'm going to, that's Barbara. We all need it. In the beginning, I needed time to get it because I may need more time to get out of my head and into my intuition. That's what I'm talking about. You don't do this overnight. It's practice. That's why I invite people into membership. You do what you've got to do, or you take my classes. It's a great place to practice because they practice, they do live circles and stuff. They practice, but Barbara, it's all practice. You could do what I just did with you every single day, honey, and you're going to have results. 
And it's such a beautiful thing to recognize. People that think they should do this overnight like this. No, it took me time to build it, work it. Now I did channel fast because I had all that dream work ahead of time. I knew to trust. So I'm going to give you two things. Play with this. Um, trust for the next 30 days. Trust for you. If you say, so <laughs> this was my guides. I, I trusted them out the gate. A lot of you know the story. And I said to them, wow, you're giving me really great advice. How do I know I can trust this? No, this is how it went. You know the story. I said to them, how do I know if I'm not making this up? I think I'm just making this up. And they said, we're giving you great advice. Who cares? And they were right. So I let go of worrying about making it up. I have to other tools and techniques. I want you to trust. So you're going to literally put your hands in the air and just say, I'm trusting. So when the doubt comes in, I don't want you doing anything crazy. Gina's doing it right now. I love it. I don't want you doing anything crazy, harming anyone or anything like that. But even if you're like, okay, this is what they're telling me to make a decision about. I'm not going to do it right this minute, but I'm going to trust that this is the right way. I'm just going to trust them. Trust for 30 days, your entire life will change. It will change. Okay. Now here's the other thing real quick. I wanted to say, uh, 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 does using muscle testing to get answers count? It does. It's a divinity, divinity, divin, you know what I'm trying to say, a divination tool. Tarot is, um, runes, all of that is, scrying. Um, it's a way of learning your instrument for me, go. So I use tarot, I use those tools in the beginning to learn how I was seeing, hearing, feeling, sensing, knowing, how I was getting messages. And then I no longer needed it. And what I found with muscle testing, more pendulum work, which is the same as muscle testing, but if you're doing muscle testing on yourself, I was manipulating the pendulum. I would be eventually like, should I go to that store? And I knew how to say, feel yes in my system. And the pendulum would go, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, holy mackerel, I'm manipulating this pendulum. Muscle testing may be a little bit harder to manipulate because it's just a different, it's, it's even though it's the same type of technique. And then I went to see Hans King. I was working with him. I was studying a little bit. And he said, I, I never told him about this. And he was like, the pendulum's great, but I learned how to manipulate it. And I was like, thank you. I'm not the only one. And I know some of you are saying yes. Okay. I want to turn it into questions, but I want to say, so here's where you get to trust. This is very powerful work to bring into your everyday living, into your business, into how you live your life. So this morning I had woken up and uh, I did my routine of journaling and everything. And then I listened to a message. I was, I'm not going to get into the story just in case the person listens. And it was really disappointing news for me. It was somebody I was bringing on. And I'll get into part of the story, bringing on to my team. It was a very, it was, it was disappointing message. And I knew in the instant, wow, the universe has my back. They just cleared this person out of my way because they weren't right for my business. That's what I want for you. I didn't, I was disappointed. I talked to two peers, but I wasn't like crying and like, oh my goodness, that was, uh. I was like, okay, hmm, thank you. Right away. How many of you want that kind of clear communication right away so that you move on to solution and you don't get stuck? Okay, and some of you are probably already doing that. I, I never speak to people. I never want you to know it's never condescending. It's more just sharing because I'm sharing to a mass group plus the people that listen. So I don't know where people are. We're all at different levels, but I recognize where you are. 
All right, so this is what the questions I'm opening to today. I'm not gonna do readings. There's a reason. I want to answer your channeling questions. So the reading may happen because you got something in your channeling and you don't understand, but I want you, and I want you to make it succinct. I don't need a story. People think I need the story. I never need the friggin' story. When you get out of telling yourself the story, it's gonna help too. Um, darn you. What I want you to do, let's keep it to channeling. Let's keep, let's ask questions about this, okay? Now, again, if something came through and you wanna say, Marilyn, I got the candle and I don't understand it, this is what I got. I'll do that kind of reading. I'll do that, okay. And I don't have as much time as I normally do. Uh, oops, Venetia, I lowered your hand by accident, but you go. Hi, Marilyn. Hi. So question for you. So I have a very vivid imagination. Yeah. And, um, so when I meditate or when I'm doing my quantum healing, like things will come up and I don't trust it because I'm like, I'm just making things up. Who, who sees like a rainbow colored sky? Like that's not happening. And what I'm recognizing is that it's a really powerful tool that I'm not integrating, which I think is going to help me. I'm getting chills as I'm saying this into this space because even when I'm doing healing like I see bees all the time working on bodies I'm like what is going on what are these beings doing so I just wanted to kind of touch base with you like how does that integrate I know you also kept using the word imagination like just go with it whatever's coming just flow with the imagination so before I answer that question can you imagine what it would be like for you to bring in the rainbow and the beings into your quantum healing? What would it be like? Like fun and playful. Mm. Would it be expansive as well or would it be shut down? Yeah, expansive. Why wouldn't you go there then? Can you put a definition to quantum healing where it's a defined and always gonna stay at a certain point or is quantum healing something that grows and expands? Yeah, grows and expands. Right. I think it's my trust with the imagination. It's, it's like your trust and it's your programming. Mm. Okay. Okay, so that's normal. So this is what I'm gonna suggest to you. You know, I went when I was studying I only, I, I did a lot of studies with my guides, but I did go to certain mediums that were very famous, still kind of famous to this day. And one of them, a few of them, they were like, don't use your imagination. Don't, it's bad. It's bad. And I was, and my guides were like, get out, leave, you know, don't, this is not true. This is where we are. We're in your creativity. If you don't allow your creativity to go, you're going to miss the magic. Now there are tools and techniques that I've used to know when I was manipulating mm -hmm. and that is, can happen. You, that's why I'm always telling people you have to learn your instrument. Mm -hmm. So what I would suggest you do in that moment is I'm going to trust and just play with it. I'm just going to play as long as you're not harming anyone. Right. Like if somebody coming in for me with a reading or if I, I don't do healing, but my healings are through voice, they were through voice at that time is they were not allowed. This was my deal with them they were not allowed to give me anything that would harm another person. As long as you have that deal yeah. and I don't like contracts. Mm -hmm. My whole thing, Vanita, when I was working was before I went into a reading, I was took myself out of it completely. And I let them work through me mm -hmm. because if I got in the way, I was messing it up. 
these rainbows, these beings, this healing wants to come through even bigger through you. And you're not get, you need to give it permission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you can give it permission with parameters. So, so do that. So you feel safe, but say, I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I think Barbara raised next. So Barbara. Hi there. Um, Hi. Just check it. Okay, good. I might on. Uh, a little low though. I don't know if you're low for me. Uh, let me try. You're, you're, is that any better? Yeah, it's all right. I can hear I'm you. Not sure, I'm not sure which is. Um, you're good. I can hear you. Where my mic is. Okay. Um, Maybe don't play with a million things on your desk so I can hear you. No, I'm kidding. No, I know. I'm bad about that because I've got papers. So I move. I write. Anyway. So um, sometimes, so when I've tried to channel or there was a, uh, a recent situation where I tried to bring in my guides to give me the answer, like, show me the way, tell me what I should do here. Um, and yet, you know, I was in a situation sort of energetically connecting with somebody else. And I, I just had this gut feeling that it was, it wasn't going to work out. It wasn't right for me. It wasn't, you know, and, and yet I wanted to help. I didn't want to shut this person down. And yet it, I had, I was started questioning, like, does it, is this just me? Is this my mind saying, I don't want to get involved? Is this my, are these my angels and guides that I was asking to, for help? Like, how do I deal with this? Um, I can answer and this. And not wanting to hurt this person by, you know, shutting it off. And yet I, whatever, could, I could sense that this was just going to go on and on. It was going to become a mountain that, you know, you know, suck in my life and, and, you know, get me doing way more than I wanted to do. But is it, you know, when you say to yourself, you want to help people, you want to connect with people. And then I, I did, but all of a sudden it was like (laughs) this. Okay. So let me answer this for you. Okay. Are you the one, somebody wrote that they wanted to be of service. And I always am very weary of those types of words and I'm trying to find it. Um, it wasn't it wasn't me but i have written that okay i've i've said that you want to be helpful you want to share these gifts yeah but not at a detriment to yourself and and yeah so the thing that yeah go ahead honey um so opening yourself up to these energies and trying to you know sometimes and maybe i just brought in you know i opened myself up it brought in a, a situation and and yet i got myself into a a drama triangle where i was the rescuer yeah well that's on you you know because so so here's the thing barbara i'm still trying to find it because i think it's going to help that other person too here's my thing about this i i don't do i would not do readings at a detriment to myself if i felt the person sitting in front of me was not somebody that i was going to have a clean reading with for whatever reasons, I would not do the reading. A couple of times I did do it. I pushed through and they were horrible experiences. One person, I, I, a couple of people, I wrote their check. I said, get out, just get out of my house. This is not going to work. So I do not just open. I did not open myself up to be of service to everyone. That to me is not what I believe. Well, this wasn't sort of a reading situation. It was somebody that 
you know, pulled me into their. Nobody can pull you in unless you're agreeing to be pulled in. Yeah. So here's when you say no. And then people say, you know, they, they pressure you and saying like, I don't want to do this boundaries, pressure, pressure, pressure. And I want to exactly like, I didn't, I didn't set my boundaries. I have now. Yeah. Um, But it really, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because I feel like I've hurt somebody. Well, here's the thing, you hurt yourself more than anybody. But I did way more than anybody ever maybe might have or could have done or did do for this person. You you took days of my time and hours, but... Yeah, but Barbara, here's the thing, I'm going to stop you because this is where I get to be tough with people. Yeah. And I say this with with compassion, but I'm going to stop this cycle right now. You're making it about the other person. I know that you probably did a lot and really tried to help them and they weren't able to receive it for whatever reason but you still have to take responsibility where you didn't honor yourself, didn't listen to yourself, didn't have boundaries, didn't take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And you also have to thank this person because they just gave you one of the best lessons, how you're going to take care of yourself above everybody else. And you know what that's going to do, Barbara? That energy with that experience that you had is distracting this beautiful instrument to help all these amazing people who are ready to receive it. Are you able to take that in and understand that? Yes. So this and is how I do, I do it. I, I do think I have learned from this and to be but true to myself. it's a story for you. But it's tough. Hmm? Why is it tough? Um, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, you you want to help people. You want people to like you. So you. Uh, you can't ask. do readings from wanting people to like you. And let me, I'm really, no. thank you so much, Barbara, because you're being such an incredible example for me to teach so many of what I teach. I mean, it comes down to that. And no. I guess my, I was trying to, you know, why can't I stay in my, um, in my intuition where I know this, this wasn't right. And that's the question. And um, listen to my gut. Like yes. it was a real gut feeling. Yes. So I, I allowed still... myself to be pressured and pulled. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. That question you just asked. You're a verbal processor. You need to talk to to clear yourself up. And that's okay. I am too. That's why I love talking to my guides because man, I will, sometimes I'll be like 15 minutes. Then they already know what's going on in my life. And I'm like, because I need, (laughs) and then all of a sudden I'm seeing all the synchronistic moments. So they're playing with me and I'm like, holy mackerel. And then this, and then this, and then I'm on this ride. I want you to speak this out loud, but I want you to ask that question. Why didn't I trust my intuition? Why didn't I trust my guides? How do I change it? Because I'm going to tell you this and anybody who wants to be a reader, you cannot be a reader to be liked. And I know, honey, it's more about other stuff and it's not like, but I had to, I had people that hated me and I had to recognize that that was the experience that both of us had to have. Lori Bertrand helped me with that, Bertrand, she's, uh, I'm saying her name wrong. I had to recognize that that's what had to happen for the two of us. And then I never, after that experience, never went into a reading. I don't, I didn't care about them. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that, that's not true. I never went into a reading with needing them to like me, ever. It was spirit just speak through me. What they decide to do with it, that's their business. Okay, honey, that's going to give you freedom. Now, with that said, I had a guy in front of me. He was a famous actor. He was like, when am I getting my money? When am I getting my money? Like he was a friggin' lunatic. And I was like, get the F out of my house. I am not going to put myself in a place where no, people aren't going to respect my work or the people that would come to me and like, I'm going to Vegas. What's going to be on the roulette table? I'm like, just 
And I answered them in the beginning. And then I was like, I'm not working with people like this. So this is what I did. I would say to spirit, why did you send me that person? And they would say, well, you needed to learn this. You needed to get this. And I'd be like, great, thank you. I got it. Don't ever send me them again. And they didn't. <laughs> okay. So I have to move on, but this is really good stuff. And I want to thank you for your transparency because that's a hard moment, but a big moment for you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I love that. Okay. Thanks for sending this person, but don't send them to me again. Oh yeah. No, that's going to be, we, we had those conversations a few times. So I think I can only take one more. I'll try to take two. It depends on how quick. So Michelle, you're next on my thing here. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm not. Well, you just froze. I'm not crystal clear on my question now after all of that. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. You can hear me fine? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I thought that was interesting because you were talking about like the idea or or the fact that you put parameters up to as to spirits, which is something I guess I never considered was a thing that you would be sort of telling them what as opposed to them telling you what. <laughs> um, it's but, a big component of my teaching. Okay. Well, so um, I'm all kind of new to some, a lot of this, but um, like we were talking about the candle earlier, you brought that up and it just so happens that I lit a candle before I got on the Zoom. Um, and it made me think, um, there've been other things, like if I'm stretching and kind of meditating while I'm stretching is I guess what I've seemed to do over the years, although I didn't really realize that. Um, and I would just have these thoughts and then it seems like the next day or, or, or I do one of these things and then that's sort of the topic or the thought, like the, the, the coincidences are just so wild and fascinating. But when, when I then try to do the practice and look for what is I guess, trying to come through, I feel like I'm just, um, I don't know, like I'm trying to force it or something yeah. and, and I don't really see what I think I should be seeing. So here's the thing, Michelle, when you're in moving, moving meditation, when you're in stretching, yoga, running, it would happen to me a lot in running. You're, me too you're, in running. There's a part of your brain that is turned off. So, oops, I'm going to mute you for a second. You just because I just want to mute everyone, unmute yourself, sweetie, so I could hear you, Michelle. Um, so the the thing is, is that you can unmute yourself, Michelle. It's fine. I just wanted to, I didn't want background noise. It's a moving meditation. Your brain is kind of relaxing and you're getting into different energy. You're also getting into the vibration of your body. They speak in vibration. They don't necessarily speak in words. At least most of the guys I've worked with, they never speak in words. I, I, interpret it through words, through my mm -hmm. definition, through my symbolic language of my soul. I have a great class on my website, symbols class. It's really good. That's why it's happening for you. So don't try to force something that, that isn't working. Keep working with what, do some yoga poses and just go into meditation and see what comes through and have a recorder by and just record it or write it down, do it, do it running, do it biking, do it washing the dishes. It's so interesting. You say that because now it's always when I'm running, I have the most amazing <laughs> thoughts or ideas come to me that I literally think, oh my God, I got to go write that down. Or, but I mean, thinking back a long time ago, 
I never really put that together, but it is when I'm moving. Um, so that's interesting, I guess. Uh, that, yeah. That's so just, what I, I guess. What I would like you to do is, um, and then I want to move on real quick, is uh, carry, you know, you have your phone with you and then I record into the phone or notes because I get so much information that comes through. Okay. okay. Yeah. And work with that and then build on that muscle. And, and practicing these other things, I can probably develop these totally. skills. Completely. Okay. 100%. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. What gets in the, everybody, I have a podcast on my podcast. The one thing that gets in the way of your psychic abilities, and I can't remember what number it is. You'll have to go through the titles and listen to that one. Cause it's all about mind chatter. And the other thing that um, I wanted to say to you is this is why I wanted to talk about channeling because everybody has their own way. You see a lot of channelers out there and they're always like, they're doing it this one way. There's never one way for me. There's what, that's why I say you're the instrument. You have to find what works for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Oh, I, I muted you again. I didn't mean to do that. I really did not mean to do that. Um, I just want to, I'm going to take the last one, which is Angela, but I just want to see, there was a question in here. Go said, I have trouble connecting to, do you do anything to protect at the beginning to keep bad energies or entities out? That is, that's a whole other conversation. I don't any longer because I'm constantly protected. What I would suggest to anybody who's afraid of what they're inviting in is only, I would work with only Archangel Michael then. I would work with only Jesus. I would work with an entity that I knew was going to be protection first and foremost. So when I taught channeling one-on-one, -on -one, that is what I taught, you know, and yes, there are ways to protect. And I don't even like the word protection anymore because I don't believe in any, I have free will. Nothing can get in unless I, it's allowed. And sometimes things slip in and I have my way of kicking it out right away. Lower level energy is what I call it. So I would suggest to you, if that's a worry, just work with a higher level energy that you know is protection right off the bat. Okay. So Angela, I hope you can ask it quickly because I do have to go. Okay. Um, thanks, Marilyn. I love your po podcast, by the way. Thank you. Um, my question is, do I need to be in a trance in order to channel? Did you do the exercise just now? I did. And were you able to get information? Yes. And did you feel you were pushing the information or was the information just coming in? It was coming in. Then you don't need to be in a trance. Okay. Okay. So here's my answer to that. It's a great question, Angela. It's what I was saying about how I had to meditate for 30 minutes to bring my vibration up. I do think that that is an incredible way to start channeling. I do think for me personally, because it was such a beautiful experience for me to get into meditation, my own guided meditation, I do guided meditation. So you just do it with me. Your guides will walk you through them. And I think it's important to clear out your chakras, open up your chakras, raise your vibration and get into that state when you're channeling. I feel like you will have extremely powerful journeys doing that. The other techniques I give you, I feel we can channel pretty quickly and get information. But the thing that I'm really trying to teach all of you is how to use your psychic senses at any moment so that when you go into that trance state, you kind of know how you're seeing, you know how you're hearing, you know how you're feeling and you're letting it work. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah, okay. thank you. Thank You're you very welcome. much. Good. All right, everybody, give me your biggest takeaways as we end. And then for those of you who are um, 
looking to come join us in membership, go to uh, membershipforyoursoul.com forward slash trial. You can try for a dollar. If you've already tried it for a dollar, you can't try it for a dollar again. You just have to join us. And then um, the next pod party I haven't scheduled yet, I will. I'm going to read your answers in a second. Uh, so you can go to marilynalori.com forward slash party to sign up whenever I make that available and buy my book. My book's coming out June 28th. You will enjoy it because the last chapter, first of all, you're going to get two personal stories of mine and a lot of information, but the last chapter of the book, the last section of the book is all experiential. It's a journey. You're going to have a really good time with it. Um, all right. Let's see what you guys said. Uh, 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 okay. Yeah. Great ideas in the shower. I do too. Trust, 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 and keep practicing. Trust my spirit team. Trust, trust. I can do a trust. Okay, great. So keep honoring my boundaries. Great. Love that one. Being soft and self-listen. Uh, you're welcome, Cheryl. Trust and go calmly, expecting the joy to be there because it is beautiful. Trust the light. Congratulations on your book. Thank you, Lynn. Trust for the next 30 days. Great. Great job. So insightful. Great. I'm so glad that you guys enjoyed it. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for your beautiful energy. Let's all unmute. And we're going to do something I do in my private programs. If you want to unmute, if you can. And I'm going to count to three. And I want you all, nobody, oh, some people unmuting. Okay, good. We're going to count to three and I want everybody to close their eyes. Drop into your heart. See a word written in your heart. Feel that word, what that word represents in feeling in your heart. You're now seeing, you're now feeling, and somebody's calling, God's calling. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Feel it. And then when I count to three, I want you to say that word. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, oh, Balance. Yay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Once again, you made this beautiful mm -hmm. for me and uh, sending you all with a ton of love. Remember to rate, review and subscribe and share the podcast. It really is my I'm loving doing this and I want to share more. So thank you so much, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye.